No, this happened with Baba Ramdev, no? You know, he went to one of the villages. This happened in other places also, but I, this story is authentic because I know it directly from the horse's mouth. So he went to a village and he is Josh. He is a nice man. <laughs> a nice man. But you know, he has his bit dramatic side and bit, you know, overdoing, like overkill. You know, do this and everything will be okay. So, you know, it works sometimes when you take it with a faith and, you know, it works. But sometimes it can work the other way. So, he was invited by a very rich man in a village called Yavatmal. It's not a village, it's a, a medium level town. So, he went and stayed at the rich man's place. So, he told him, Baba Ji, mera diabetes hai, blood pressure hai. He said, all right, you ye sab karo, prana yaam, ye sab, sab, angreji dawa kuch jarutate. Now, you know, if you, if you leave here, there is a way to do it. He left it after two days, he died. While he was there, so he, he vanished from that place. Because it's, you know, you can be really blamed because they said, what, you made the person stop. So, there is a balance and moderation is a very important thing in whatever you do. There may be a need to take drugs. Take it, take the medicine. Don't go on to a list of 10 medicine. Take couple of medicine if you have to need to take, but don't let it hang over the head. Important thing is that, you know, you have to pursue the divine and that's the important part. So sleep is a very important factor. Moderation is very important factor. Eating small amount of meals more frequently than large chunks is again another factor because you give the body a big boost a big shot to handle and the body many times is not able to handle whereas if you give small amount of meals it can handle yeah but I am telling you the you know since you asked me what is the ideal I know it's very difficult to follow no I am trying to make a checklist yeah yeah checklist no don't make checklist then stress more number one killer is stress even about getting rid of diseases, if you make it a, you know, a lot of fear and stress into it, it causes problems. Well, postures have another important uh, role to play, so, but minor role. So all these things are part of the... So coming back to running, like, for example, my body, like unless I really stress Yeah, myself, you have got used to and you have your life for many years. If it's just comfortable hmm. pace, I'm probably not running at, you know, 10 miles, 10... <coughs> it's fine also but you must know that you are now 38 so but remember that you know you if you continue the same thing past 50 it's going to be a stress for the heart so as I said atherosclerosis running does not clear atherosclerosis that's a process which will go on from 6 months of age atherosclerosis continues to develop and regardless of anything what, what is the stress? Actually, I don't know what it is also, but my, my objective anyway is not to just hear anything. I don't yeah. think I have anything. Yeah, I know that. You but enjoy it actually. It's also generally feels good for the whole body. Yeah, so that's why you can't make a general rule about anything. For somebody who has been doing, even in Ashtam, some people from childhood are doing it. So never make an absolute rule, but I'm just talking of generalities. Each case will be different. There are people who walk for two hours and you know, they like it and they're fine with it. But generally, walking a little extra is fine because, you know, it's a very slowly you are taxing the heart. People have died on treadmill. 
Oh, it's now there. And see, at a young age, nothing will happen. That's a different thing. But if that one makes it a rule of life, and past forty, past forty, it is begins to get dicey. Because anyways, atherosclerosis is there. Now you are taxing the heart. Now I know people who have dropped dead. Fifty-year-old <coughs> CEO of a company, treadmill, dropped dead. Now this is a known thing. Treadmill was originally used to detect heart diseases. Why? Because you are stressing the heart, mm. and you will it will show up. Meaning what? But what about the electrical? The one that electrical. I don't know. I don't know what you. I mean. It's, it's a thing though, you're just going like this, like this, you know, feet are going. Ah, yeah, that way, that way. Your, yeah, that way. your feet are always on the ground. I think that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. What you are saying yeah. sounds okay. Yeah. 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 I think the issue is... bad in New York City, at least, is this uh, crazy version of uh, stationary bike, stationary bicycle. What's the crazy about it? Yeah, the crazy about it is the pace at which it goes. Now, that's okay, that's, that's okay, that's a good it's thing. But grace, I don't know. I mean, the pace, I don't know. You have to control it. You can't like... And they, they make it change the gear so it gets harder and looser and tighter and lesser and all that. And then... Oh, the other means. Yeah. Oh, whatever variety. It could be intense. See, Sharabindo speaks about it very interestingly in one of his things on death. It's there in the book, Death, Dying and Beyond. Whatever method you may try to ward off death... It will find a door. Why? Because the reason for death are not physical. Somebody who used to at some age smoke, drink, take non-veg diet, then he just turned 180 degree opposite. So for me, for a long time he had stopped all this and then he started healthy lifestyle, started running. Now he would run quite a bit. No smoking, no drinking, nothing and ended up having a heart attack at the age of 58, 59 or maybe 60. So, you know, he had this question that, you know, I'm doing all this to make sure that everything is fine, but why did I have a heart attack? So, you see, what is the consciousness that has gone behind all this? Fear, to start with. Fear is not a healthy thing. So, the very basis is wrong. So, this coming to this story, you know, there are two Gospels of immortality. The gospel, because everybody, immortality is one of the things the Vedic Rishi is sought for. And one of the things which is inbuilt in human nature, the, because he is there, the world forgets to die. So there are two ways of approaching immortality. One straight away we think by immortality means survival of this physical body and my personality. I am immortal means I, Alok Pandey, this physical body will be immortal. First of all, how boring and sickening it would be for others as well as for <laughs> So that's not immortality. But the Asura confuses that to be immortality. So what he does is everything that can injure, harm the body and possibly lead to its death, he tries to conquer the conditions. This is inbuilt in the story of Hiranyakashupi and Prahlad. Now see how it works. Hiranyakashupi has seen Hiranaksh die. So he ban banishes Vishnu from his kingdom. Nobody will take name of Hari to start with. And he wants to make sure that he is greater than God and for that he has to do something substantial. So prays to Brahma and asks for a boon. If I don't die, 
I am as good as God. So Brahma says, I can't give you that boon. Ask something else. So he says all the conditions. Neither during morning, nor during, neither during day, nor during night. Neither outside, nor inside. Neither by astra, nor by shastra. Nor by a human, nor by an animal, nor by a celestial being. None of these things I should die of. So Brahma says, Tathastu, he says, great. Done. Done. Checklist. <laughs> now in his own house, Prahlad is born. Prahlad is a devotee of Hari. So why Prahlad was born with Hari, there is a little bit of aside to the story. Hiranyakashup's wife, Kayadhu, when Hiranyakashup had gone for tapasya and all these things, Kayadhu followed another line. See, it's a very significant story at many levels. Hiranyakashup has gone to do strenuous tapasya, self-effort. Kayadhu doesn't know what to do and he went away after she was pregnant. So poor lady was getting bored at home. So Narada knows, you know, he is a deadly demon, Hiranyakashup. He is going to ask impossible boons. So he, uh, he is a, you know, he has to do work of the Lord. So he comes to Kayadhi's, uh, Kayadhu's uh, house and says, so how is it? She says, I'm fine, but you know, this man is away and you know, I'm pregnant. I don't know what to do. He says, no man, don't worry. I'll tell you a lot of nice stories. Is it? She says, yes. So he, he tells him all the stories of Lord Vishnu while the man is away. <laughs> trying to find ways to kill Vishnu. Now, Kayadu is a nice lady. She listens to all these beautiful stories of Vishnu while this man is away out of anger against Vishnu. So, by the time he comes back, Narada has done the trick and gone. So, Prahlad from childhood has bhakti. Now, he has banished Vishnu from his kingdom. So, he keeps telling his son that, look, you know, you have to understand one thing. You can't take the name of the Lord. This movie was shown in the ashram and mother had enjoyed it very much. And I remembered I had seen this movie on Prahlad for three days. The mantra, Hari, 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 kept repeating itself day and night in my heart. So powerful. It's a beautiful movie on Bhakt Prahlad. Mother had seen the movie in the ashram, it was shown, and mother was very happy. It's very beautiful. Bhakt Prahlad. And you know, in that he says, Hari, Hari. It's a very old time. Maybe you may not enjoy looking at just the outer because it's very crudely shown. Not sophisticated. But you know, that boy is something he brought out. Hari, 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 Hari. So you know, he tells dad, I love you, but I can't say you are greater than Hari. You know that story about who is greater, God or... So he stays by his. So his father tries many ways to kill him. He throws him from the cliff. He doesn't die. Now you see immortality. It's an interesting story. He throws him from the cliff. He doesn't die. He sends a snake to bite him. He doesn't die. He tries to eventually even burn him through that Holika. Holika gets burned. And he doesn't die. So he gives him poison. He doesn't die. So, you know, he is all frustrated. So one day he confronts him. Nobody can kill him. I'll kill him. So he goes and says, what Hari Hari? Where is Hari? Have you seen Hari? See how Asura's mind works. Have you ever seen him? It's all nonsense. There is no proof of Hari. So he says, yes, Hari is there. I may not have seen him, but I know he is there. I have faith. What faith? What do you mean? Hari, where is he? He says he is everywhere. Then he is, is he there in this pillar? Of course he is there in his pillar. Show me. He breaks the pillar. 
and as the story goes that out of that pillar nursing emerges drags him to the <laughs> you know point where the house is uh, <coughs> what is that chokat ha oh, the borderline the borderline border yeah. puts him on his thigh tells him look it's neither day nor night it is the mid twilight phase and neither by astra nor shastra so with his nails he tears his entrails and says look i am neither a human nor an animal nursing so he meets now this story is the story look at the beautiful aspect both are seeking immortality but prahlad is immortal not because prahlad sought for immortality but because he loved the lord who grants immortality as a gift same we see in markandeya's markandeya is an immortal incidentally he is the sage who reveals the story of savitri markandeya is an immortal how he gains immortality simply because markandeya falls at the feet of lord shiva mahakal i am your child your ansha so he he is a recognition i am your ansha how can death come and take me markandeya becomes immortal hanuman is immortal how does hanuman become immortal by the grace of mother sita oh you have served me you have crossed the ocean you have taken the danger of the rakshasa and asuras i grant you the boon of immortality now all these but asura doesn't want it that way he will never surrender the ego so he wants to keep the ego and be immortal so how he thinks he tries to control all the condition now you see what is happening in this part and it's happening in same fear everywhere you know in india try to manage all the conditions through which death enters what is happening death is still finding way aids swine flu god knows what autoimmune disorder because the reasons for death are not physical deterioration physical deterioration is a consequence of something else and that becomes an occasion for death to enter so death is a, you know by controlling whereas there is another way where you don't seek you know that i shouldn't die but you seek the immortal and the eternal and by the touch of that you are blessed and you become immortal so this is the story of prahlad and hiranyakashipu but the name of the lord which liberates you from all Yeah. But again, immortal also not necessarily not in a physical body. No, sense. no, certainly it's different. Yeah, altogether. Yeah, though uh, it also goes to that in the myths, like Hanuman, even in the form, Narada, even in the form. So it's like all granted. Even Ashwatthama is granted as a boon, but it turns a curse because he doesn't change his consciousness. So the poor fellow carries this curse of immortality because consciousness is the same. So it is a suffering. So all these stories. But we can hear. I mean. Yeah, I, I don't think I know. I know. I mean, these are all um, basic essence of the story. Is this? Ashutthama is granted this that he cannot die, he cannot be killed. He is an immortal. But look, this immortality is for him a curse. Sri Krishna takes. He has got that money. so krishna takes it away he says you will now because he is immortal he has to live with the burden of this fact that he has killed five sleeping boys in fact six sleeping men and all his life he has to wander with that same with bhishma 
Bhishma is not immortal, but has Iksha Mrityu, which turns out a curse. So, unless there is a change of consciousness, immortality of the physical is a curse, not a boon. That's why the Rishi is first wanted to arrive at the consciousness of immortality. Meaning thereby, there is a state of consciousness within us. If we touch that, then we know that we have always existed and we will always exist and death is but a changing of the robes to wait in wedding garments at the eternal's gate. So we will know it. That is called the consciousness of immortality. Another way of uh, entering the consciousness of immortality was <coughs> to enter into the infinite. Because infinite cannot die. It is not limited. Limited dies. Because it is not dying. It has to by nature because it is surrounded by the limitless. It always impinges upon it and breaks it. So that is the second way. But if you try to directly act upon the physical and make it immortal by con so called conditions, it will find its own way. So Hanuman and Sage that we talked about, they got immortality of the physical or they got the... Well, Hanuman's story seems almost like immortality of the physical. But mind you, Vishnu mix it up with supramental. With supramental immortality, you change the very laws of earth. It is something available and accessible to everybody. Hanuman's case is a special act of grace. It's, it cannot be generalized. I mean, that immortality is wonderful for Hanuman and for the work that Hanuman will do. But it doesn't become the law of earth nature. So, Shirobindo comes to change the law. Not, you know, modify the law or temporarily hold it in suspension. So, when it is said Hanuman is granted immortality, even at the subtle physical level, let's put it like that, which is a great achievement. It means that as long as this particular four yugas remain, Hanuman's being will not be dissolved. It's not subject to dissolution. But that is not what it is because a certain, by special act in the parliament of God, <laughs> a certain kind of protection, special protection is granted to him again. So it's a special uh, something which has been done for him. Like people ask, uh, even some seers have lived for 200 years, like Sivan Shubhinda speaks of Brahman and Swami whom he met on the shores of Narmada. Then they also say that uh, in the case of um, um, Yoganandji. For 12 days his body remained uh, you know, luminous or without deterioration. So they start comparing then, what, how is Shurabindo's achievement greater or different? Now the beauty of Shurabindo is he wanted to change the law so he entered into the law. He took it upon himself, subjected himself completely to the law. If he wanted, he could have remained above it by special kind of superimposition, remain deathless for God knows for the next 10 centuries. But that does not achieve the conquest. He would have become a great God and everybody would have worshipped him. And Mother speaks about this possibility which she has worked upon earlier. But doesn't want that. She even in her vision sees one of, describes one of her previous births where, where she is as a princess in the Himalayas where they knew the secret of mummification and her body is preserved in one of these springs. This is, I can still see her there. He speaks about it. But that's not what they, she wants. It's something else.
well mummification was one way to arrive at physical immortality but not physical in that sense but the physical consciousness that's why there is a spirit of the form mummies are not exactly dead something of the physical remains tight this was an effort great occult effort so these are so many ways to arrive at that but shirobindra and the mother want to change the law of earth nature means it should become a way of life for humanity but then they know that if it is done without a change of consciousness then it would be a disaster so this condition they have put as a precondition for all of us change of consciousness the rest will be given to us that can be applied in all other areas like um, you said that instead of chasing the physical immortality you just change your consciousness in the immortality if it has to happen it happen automatically so other things that people want in life people some people just keep working too hard to earn that next level of uh, income or your promotion and everything so instead of uh, focusing on the physical part of it you just change the consciousness of going about it absolutely because you know that comes from the ishupnishad great truth and see how it works स्टोरीज called dream it is written in bengali sapna so in that story there is a man called hari mohan and uh, he one day he is a middle order man more or less on the poorer side and right in front of him there is a rich man with a wonderful three storied house mansion us amassed lot of money by unjust fear of foul means so one day while praying to krishna hari mohan says Kesta, what a person you are. Kesta means referring to Krishna. What kind of a god you are? Look at my life. I mean, I have to just manage some square meals every day. Look at Tim Cody's seal. What a joy he is living in. <laughs> so, if I ever catch hold of you, I'll give you a nice beating. Tie your hands and give you a nice beating. As the story goes, Krishna appears. Says, "Wow." Please here are my hands. He says, "No, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. No, no, I love it. I love when people play with me because I love to play. They all put me on pedestal, worship me. I am bored of that. I love when they play with me. So you have called me to play. Now I want to play. You tie my hands and listen. So he says, "No, no, no. I have this problem. You know why you have made all this? He says, "Okay, you want to know the truth." He says, "Yes." He says, "Truth is other than what you are seeing. Come, I'll take you to Tin Kodi Seal's house." So he says, "Are you crazy? You know there are three mota guards. They will not let you and me in." So Krishna tells him, "No, no. Uh, I am a thief right from childhood, and I know all the ways of entering into hearts, minds, houses. Don't worry about that." So he takes him in a subtle state into Tin Kodi Seal's house. Now in Tinkori Seal's house, they show Tinkori Seal is lying on a bed. 
and he sees he is turning, twisting, tossing, not able to sleep and roasted in the fires of hell, all kinds of creatures he sees all around him. So what is this? He says, this is Thinkorisil. You want this? He says, my God, take me away, I can't see this. Subtle body. Ah, subtle body. But he sees the subtle truth. Then he takes him, come, I'll take you to some other place. So he goes to a place where there is a, you know, sannyasi sitting on a mountain top and ants are biting him and he is, you know, full of ananda. By the way, mother remarked about this story. I like it very much, but except I don't like this idea of ants biting the man. <laughs> full of ananda. This shouldn't happen. <laughs> You know, she is a mother, so she doesn't want children. Why should, you know, sannyasis have to be bitten by ants? But nevertheless, you know, so, and he is ecstatic. And he is living by, you know, he is hungry. So, he says, don't you see he is hungry? He says, wait, wait and watch. And then suddenly somebody comes and provides food to him. Now, you see the beauty of this story. Now, when we try to grab and possess, why are we doing it? So that we can be happy. The strange part is happiness slips out. We have whatever we wanted. Happiness slips out. Whereas the other part is, you do what you have to do. Live with a state of trust. And that everything belongs to the divine. Then you will be given your share, your portion. By him, through whatever channels, instruments. So this is the secret that, you know, and the beauty of this is, you know, it is being applied also in the field of medicine, it is coming in a different way. So there are two approaches we can take to the universe. One is that we have to fight with it. Everything is our enemy and we have to conspire and fight. The other is everything is our friend, because the friend of mankind dwells in it. So you embrace everything and everything becomes a friend. It treats you differently. So, you know, when people used to talk about imageries to fight tumor cells. So earlier they used to this image that uh, you are fighting and destroying the tumor cells. Now they take it that you are embracing the tumor cells and they are melting, dissolving and changing into healthy cells. You tell them that look, we love you, you don't have to do this. You, you, you can be in harmony with all the rest. So this is a different way. And this thought is also coming in law. How do you deal with criminals? See this, how this Vedanta, oneness, is applicable at every level of life. That you can treat, Shubhindu gives this example in human cycle. What will be the new sociology? In the new sociology, you will not treat criminals or people who are, you know, committing crimes as you know, social problems and social evils who have to be incarcerated in a prison, etc, etc. But you have to treat them as souls trapped in ignorance. You see how Ratnakar changes into Valmiki. Now this has come, at least in India, I don't know here it is happening or not, but here you will see physical prison reforms. In India, there are prisons now. I was involved in one of the prisons uh, earlier and in Pondicherry also they had asked me but too many commitments so I can't go. But now in prisons they, you know, there are people who go and talk to them about the Gita. They talk to them about higher things, deeper things. So that their consciousness can change. 
So eventually that is what is important aspect. If the consciousness changes, even as a sannyasi you are in ananda. It's not that you must renounce the world, no. But renounce this egoistic clinging to the world. In terms of work atmosphere, one odd thing I'm noticing a little bit more in my work right now is I am not very aggressive. I'm not one of those that will go and push timelines or try to get something done. That is being seen as a negativity. It's a it's a weakness and you're kind of it shows up in reviews and shows up in... They'll do that. Your ACRs, like in our setup, it used to be annual confidential report. You have to stay by the truth of your being. In fact, I had gone and told my uh, commandant, please spoil my annual confidential report. He said, what are you saying? I know you are a very good doctor. Why, what do you mean? I said, no, because I want to get a release from Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> so he, his antenna got up. <laughs> he said, what do you mean? I said, yeah, if you give me good ACR, I will find it hard to fulfill my objective of quitting these services. <laughs> the psychiatrist tries reverse psychology. <laughs> yeah, but basically, see, what they will do eventually, you may not get that kind of upgraded promotions. What you were telling today about the life of Steve Jobs. What is the use of that kind of a life? Right. What is it? At the end of the day, you have created enemies all around. I'm, by you I am saying the people, you know, who are so-called go-getters. Because they trample on others. This becomes a way of their life. They can't change. You know, they put themselves into a gear. In Savitri, their lines, O Titan, take not that stride. He wants to swallow everything for his ego. So what happens when you take that stride? What is a go-getter? Because you have to create, your, you make the goal. So what happens in the bargain? You will end up at some point of time in the inner life becoming another Suarez. <laughs> oh, you don't know that story? <laughs> How do you pronounce? Suarez. You don't know. <laughs> joke about it also. <laughs> you are gay. <laughs> Anyways, the point is that like basically it's you know if you follow that trail we end up becoming you know losing the heart, losing you know love because you are competing. The problem of competition is everybody is a threat. Everybody at some level is an enemy. Even if you are making him your friend it is because you want to topple him down. So what, what you are doing, you are doing it at the expense of the energies of the heart. Now very few people understand this truth that basically it is the energy of the heart that gives you joy. Wherever there is love, there is joy. There is beauty. Beauty and joy are the twin arms of love. It brings, love will bring, bring beauty, beauty in action, beauty... Now, when love begins to become crushed and dry, because you can't have... So that's why many of these executives are actually described. Type A personality is somebody with a cold heart. Over-critical. Actually, just your promotion. I mean, they, they diff, different promotions, diff, different paths, and different functions. I, I just want to bring an example. Mm-hmm. My, my, I have a wife, Elena, most of you know, and she's very quiet and supportive and... And she just got promoted. It was hundred 
uh, applicants for eight positions, and she, she got promoted. And she told, I'm much weaker and much you know, less qualified than most people for, for, for college who were not picked. And she was picked because she's more supportive, no negativity. Yeah, also because now, now yes. Encouraging people, and, and she was promoted. Even that's because certain sectors are changing. Because she's building teams. And people are. Yeah. And yeah. Also, yeah. Because, no, in certain sectors. She she's also in the health sector. Right, right. So, in certain sectors, the change is right. coming so up. Yeah, sector, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's right. Also, because, yeah, also because soft power, soft skills, this thought has come. No, no, no. They, 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 they two, have two positions of managers created. Yeah. One is top manager who just. Bidding. And then team managers who have to support, nurture team, and, and, and you know keep them operational. And she is on this nurturing position, yeah. and there's somebody higher up on the hammering. So it's but it should be balanced because it's one higher up and then three supporting team leaders. So it's balanced. Both are needed. Actually. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so at least path. in a certain. And you'll be picked for this, so something different, different path. You just. You can't conceive of that, but it, it will just work. What's amazing is the hypocrisy that exists. Because these very same people, actually I don't call them typing, I call them super typing. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is a reason for that. I won't say what the reason is, but I'm sure you understood. The hypocrisy that exists is, on one end they're doing what they're doing, and then they preach you how to work in a team. Yeah, yeah. We have our values. So the, so the organization has a value system. You know, should we yeah. just spoke of so the divorce between really, the head and the heart? Yeah, exactly. What is it? And is to show you, we picked it up on the highway. This is some real education experience right. for us. Right. For me, for sure, it was. How, right. This entire newspaper is just filled with pictures, names, and actual wow. assault, whatever they have done. Oh, can you I believe it? brought it here. No, I just wanted to, uh, because he's no, he's no. prison reform, because he's, he's <laughs> has some familiarity with this. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Too much <laughs> 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 uh, While ago you said that, uh, while ago you said that, uh, yeah, all these tumor cells and everything, the whole approach of Turning them more friendly, embracing them, and it kind of kind of brings a change of heart in that. That totally actually relates to something else that I once saw on a TV show. Where there was a story about a man who was addicted to alcohol. Like he was a raging, what do you call it? Alcoholic. Alcoholic. Yeah. So he go and he goes into it, uh, and what was that show? Yeah, I saw it on Okay. So there's a story about this man who he's a perfectly uh, well qualified person, he's a journalist doing well in journalism, so he gets into drinking alcohol, so he becomes addicted to it big time. Then he starts working like only a few hours a day, most of the time he's drinking somewhere. And then slowly then he loses his job eventually, then becomes an alcoholic, gets kicked out of his house. Uh, at that point of time he's a bachelor. So his parents just kick him out and then he gets on the street and it gets into a, such a low of life that he actually becomes a beggar, like a homeless person living on the street and he would only beg to drink, like he goes down to that level. Mm. So I think the whole process what happens is 
in that whole span of time when he is getting addicted to alcohol, people instead of trying to enlighten him yeah, positively, yeah. they yeah. just kind of beat him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They post them, they call them. Yeah, absolutely. You are too shrabby, you are like... Yeah, that branding. Family, friends, that's what he said on that show. One after the other people, as more and more people got to know that he is an alcoholic, he is made to feel unwanted, Unwelcoming people just unloved. Yeah. Give it, give it on his face. Like you are no good. You are useless. And in the very end, his own parents, when they kick him out of the house, his father tells him that you are. It's a curse to have a child like you. Just get lost, and I don't want to see you ever again. So he goes out and he becomes a beggar. Then, then he is completely out of money, and then he goes and lives. Uh, in an abandoned train compartment somewhere, he goes and he's living in there, and then he's such a bad alcoholic that he he can't even I mean he can't even go to the bathroom like you go like once in many days and stuff like his physical condition comes down to such a level, and then one day again he has no money to eat and nothing so he just went goes to a friend he he's try, trying hard to find somebody who does not know that he is in such a big trouble and there are not many people who doesn't know about him so he. Finds one of them and then he goes and asks for some money and stuff. So this guy, instead of giving him money, he calls um, some organization which helps people come out of addiction, out of alcoholism. So he calls them and uh, they come and they take this guy with them. They take it, take him in in their whatever we call it asylum or rehab. And then the first thing they do, those people in the association. The first thing they do is they embrace them. They try to show them like they are friendly to them. They try mm-hmm. to give them some love and stuff. Like they come out, come. Who just post them? They don't blame. They don't do all of that. They embrace them and tell them, "See, you are in a problem, but we will help you out of this problem." So they invoke that uh, the power mm-hmm. of love or friendliness. And that's that's where they start uh, talking about it. And then they. Uh, Give them lectures in a classroom, saying this is this is your problem. This is how things started from you. And then they exactly they use the words, words, uh, the cuss words or whatever, the bad words that people tell them. You are being labeled as this, 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 this. So slowly they positively awakening and awareness. That ignorance that you are talking about, that ignorance goes. Then they start actually realizing that what we are. I have had amazing experiences. Some of these are just okay. Then they actually start picking up from them. This guy. From there, he picks up his life. He gets back, quits alcohol for forever. Again, he's become a journalist, and then he was on the show. Then he actually now he's also married and he has family and stuff. So, even in a lot of kids, you know, some kids have problem of understanding, learning, and studies and stuff. And parents just keep on like yeah, the modern. This is a disease of the modern, you know, that yeah, lack of love. It's a very serious problem. That actually never helps them. That even more and more it shuts the door, and they can't. But because of the kind of life that parents have led, see the heart becomes unloving. They begin to feel that the only goal of life is to achieve outwardly something, and you know, the whole pressure of life is to perform and conform in a certain way. So that's why, and mother has spoken so much on this love and how she used to give this. Amazing. Hmm. I had a very funny experience. Uh, this is firstly, 
How you know we end up judging and we discover that how stupid it can be. Yeah. I had an alcoholic whom I had asked to get out of the ashram dispensary because he came to the dispensary and used an abusive word for somebody else and I heard it and my andar ka ser jagya and I said get out of here. Who are you to, you are a very intelligent man, very intelligent. Who are you to kind of ask me to go away? I said, see, it's not a question of you. This is a secret place. You you can't use this kind of... And he was also very, like, you know, lamba, chora, hatta, katta, fight karne wala. He went to this extent, you don't know who I am. I can kill people. I, I also told him I also have a military background. <laughs> I mean, it went to that extent that I went to that extent. It was really bad. So that was a one interaction. Then he, because he was like also locally kind of a known gunda and you know with lot of people, money also. Because, you know, Shiva ke paas sab log aayenge na. Jitne bimaare hain. So, wo mere ko, ab jahan jahan, wo beech mein rasta roke, so it became a nuisance value. So, one day I even told the trust that one day I'm going to beat him up. So, don't blame me. Because then, you know, it'll be like, not right and it may happen. Then, I observed, see how mother changed me first. She showed me one day that this man, then I started seeing ki ashram ka chakar lagata rehta hai. Samadhi ke paas jake wahan khada rehta hai, bitha rehta hai. I realized ki iske andar maa ke liye toh piyar hai. You know, that day, from my heart, all this dissolved. I realized how stupid I was. All this came, changed inside me. Then, one day, again, you know, when he came and, then situations also developed. He had a head injury and his wife brought him to me and she said, will you see him? I said, of course I'll see him. Because, you know, this thing came known to her. I said, of course I'll see him and I treated him. Anyway, then one day, after quite some time, he forgot that I saw him again. You asked me to get out and all this. So I told him, you know what, I come to think of it, I feel it was a wrong thing. Now, you know, I was saying from a very different state of consciousness. So he didn't understand what happened. He said, no, but you asked me to get out. I said, yes, but that time I didn't know that you have love for mother in your heart. You know, it was a voltage phase. He said, that is the only true thing in life. I was shocked out of my wits. I said, man, I want to hold your hand. You love the mother and I love the mother. What do you want in the world? Then he said, what do you want? You are a very good man. Doctor, you are a very good doctor. All drunk. Suddenly he also forgets all his enmity. The best part is after that, he has come to me number of times. I want to leave, how to leave. And he is on the path. He is not a patient that way. Not it's a rehab. But he has developed that will to leave and wants to leave and understands. This is a real change. I mean, how these things can work with that one act. I mean, suddenly she showed there is a deeper connection which exists. And I, I am telling you, like, I was judgmental. 
प्योरली बिकॉज यू नो दैट वॉज टू स्ट्रॉन्ग फॉर मी टू टेक की डिस्पेंसरी के अंदर आकर के एंड ही वॉज टू हिज फ्रेंड ही वॉज एड्रेसिंग विद ए एब्यूजिव टर्म विच पीपल इन इन यू नो सर्टन पार्ट ऑफ नॉर्थ इंडिया इज जस्ट ए वे ऑफ स्पीच एंड आई एम वेरी एलर्जिक टू दीज थिंग्स यू नो एब्यूज आई एम वेरी वेरी एलर्जिक स्ट्रॉन्ग एलर्जी लाइक चाइल्डहुड ब्रॉट अप विद दैट संस्कार गाली ये सब बहुत खराब चीज यू नो बहुत लो कैटेगरी का आदमी करता है तो मेरा तो दिमाग निकल गया गेट आउट ऑफ दिस प्लेस एंड यू नो हाउ इट लेट टू चेंज विद इन मी टू अंडरस्टैंड हिम सो इट्स ट्रू दैट इफ यू कैन टच दैट डीपर लव दैन एवरीथिंग With some people, you can do it as a practice to strengthen your, <laughs> to purify your energy. But this also I have seen. If you practice it with one or two persons, that I want to just purify this energy of love, it ends up extending on to others. This experience I have, concretely, that okay, I took it upon myself. Nobody knows that I I was doing it or I am doing it. That I will just use this for my. growth i'll purify my love regardless of anything so it kept on changing 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 and i found to start with equanimity tolerance all this grew then the nature of love began to change and then you know i started feeling something very strange universal love i realized what is this happening then i realized because the energy has become purified and subtle it is just extending itself things which i would not notice a dog on the street and i would suddenly feel lot of love it tree and i would feel love only because that energy gets purified so it's a, you know everything becomes a path <laughs>